Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Gospel. Back in the day, Sonny and Cher was prime time on Wednesday nights. It was there that Paul Twangy would sit with a TV <laughs> dinner and tray. That's exactly right. It's great to hear you, Mike. And it's even better to hear Cher on the other end. It's even, I've heard that before. Paul Twingy's yeah. head baseball coach in Minnetonka and involved in much more. He joins us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Paul, thank you for joining us on this. Do you like coaching? In, in Does it matter to you? Um, do you think performance is enhanced or detracted from it all? Uh, if it's if it's 95 degrees in a baseball field, or do you think kids generally like it? Oh, I think the, you know, you have those that believe that they want to play in the heat until they feel it. But once you get into the game, you know, you played, Mike, it, it, you just want to play. And the hotter, the better, because I think it makes you really believe it's, it's baseball season. So yeah. uh, I love the warm weather. How much did it suck this spring to, to coach a team through uh, a March and April that felt like uh, February and March, you know? Oh, it, it, it was bad. Uh, thank God again for our official field because we played most of our games at home. It didn't help as much because we had kind of a rough go, but uh, we were playing at home and, and people want to play, but baseball is not designed to play in cold weather. It doesn't make it feel like a game. And uh, so when people start getting crazy about the temperatures getting really hot, maybe we shouldn't let them play. Oh, let them play. They'll be fine. Just make sure they're, they're, uh, they have enough liquids to keep themselves uh, perspiring. Yeah, I mean, we've all played in the heat waves. I always enjoyed that because you're nice and loose from the time you grab a bat and start batting practice. You don't even have to hardly stretch. You oh. feel so good, you know? All right, so now yeah, we're totally, talking about the All-Star totally. game that you're involved in, uh, the All-Star series coming up this weekend that has been in play for many, many years here in the great state of Minnesota. Um, before I get to that question, uh, you know, we, we've got a lot of travel teams now and club teams and all those things. You know, people argue the merits of whether it's better to do that or play Legion baseball, et cetera. But certainly it creates a lot of exposure nationally for these kids. I was just talking about the kid that's uh, going to, to Colorado or to, excuse me, to Arizona from uh, Michalakas from uh, uh, yeah, Hopkins, yeah. you know that. Uh, but yeah. uh, mm-hmm. how, how much is Minnesota being recruited now? It, it seems like, you know, for every – Two kids that used to go out state. There's now 15 kids that that go out state and play somewhere else in baseball. Well, you're right. It used to be uh, not as many in the 80s when I was first through here at a community college. Now coming back here and being in the high school setting, Logan Shore kind of set the bar. Uh, Southern schools actually realized that the pitchers in the northern states didn't have a lot of mileage on their arms, and, and they were strong. They were durable. 
and uh, then the academy started to flourish, and they play in these high-visibility tournaments. Uh, you know, the Cobb Tournament in Georgia, they might be involved or two, three other high-profile tournaments, uh, perfect games, whatever. And it brings the visibility not only to the kid but to the state because if one of them gets out, the next one goes on. And you, and you, Michalakis, who played at, at uh, uh, Hopkins, uh, I know his father, his brother played for us. And this young man is a hitter. He's a, he's a straight-out hitter. Yeah. I'm not so sure, you know, as you look forward, where this guy will fit in he's an infielder, but as a freshman, it's going to be hard pressed to keep him on a lineup if he's capable of swinging the bat the way he did this year. Cause he wasn't just, you know, a potential home run threat. He was just a hitter. Mm. He swung to the ball so well. And, and that just proves that, uh, you know, there is a baseball north of the Mason Dixon line. There is. You're going to see a lot of those players this weekend. T- tell me about the, the pool of talent that, that gathers this weekend uh, to play in this all-star series and the format of it. Well, it, it's called Play Ball Minnesota All-Star Series. It, it brings in 104 seniors throughout the state. Uh, there are six teams. We divided the state in the northern portion and the southern portion, and then there are four teams in the metro area, northwest, northeast, southeast, and southwest. And uh, coaches nominate their players. There are coaches then uh, for each of these teams, they go over the stats and, and figure out if the players are uh, capable of representing not only their schools, but themselves well uh, on the stats that you have in front of you. Uh, the four Metro teams are made up of 16 players. The North and South team, they're made up of 20 players. Uh, so you have 104 of them coming in. You have uh, three coaches for each team. And it used to be Lions. Now it's called uh, Playball Minnesota. Minnesota Twins have been really good to us about this one, helping us get this go. Uh, Cambria and also uh, big uh, business impact group. Uh, they all have been involved with uh, making this tournament become bigger. And now, now it's uh, the big has been taken care of by another one called Dynamic Team Sports. So we have recognition for these kids to come in much like what you have for football where the Vikings are getting behind it. The twins have gotten behind it and, sure. and it gives these individuals to show their talents. We have a home run derby. Um, it, it's really turned into quite a special deal. And the home run derby is before it all in the middle of it all. When do you have that? That starts first. We, we start playing on Friday, but before we start, they pick, uh, I think we have a representative from each team. And uh, then they have the ability to take 10 swings like the old-time home run derby used to be. Um, and uh, if, it, if it's tied, then those two individuals or three individuals go on and they hit a little bit longer. We have, like in, in NBA, you have the gold basketball. That the, if they make that three-pointer, it's yeah. special. Well, we have the Cambria ball, which is the 10th pitch. And if you hit that one, then you get another one. And it. Kids get really fired up for it because they kind of know each other, uh-huh. but then they kind of get excited for every kid to possibly to get a home run. And, and holding it in Chaska at Athletic Park is, is a great setting. It's awful hard to hit a home run dead center, but they can pull it to the right or left field and, and accomplish the goal of getting the ball out of the yard. Yeah, I, I played some games down there. Uh, my last amateur game was down in Chaska for Chaska. 
uh, and and they let me play a one game special down there. And 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 the other thing that now you'll be okay in the daytime, but you used to have to worry about that. that depending on the depth of the river and, and and how wet the spring was, is you know you might hit a ball dead to center that's going out of the ballpark, and three mosquitoes. There, there might be a pack of mosquitoes that slows it down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh yeah, well there are. Walter does a great job on the field, man. He's got that thing immaculate. He just can't control those mosquitoes. No, that's right. And and really, it has the Minnesota as a state and and town team baseball are so proud of the fields and the stadiums they have. And Chaska had the uh, Class C and Class B amateur baseball last year. Last year, record attendance. And the fields. Oh, it. I can see why. I mean, first of all, they had good weather, but the the fields were just so nice to look at. It's to me as a baseball coach, a lot of guys that play golf, they love to look at a golf course and see how beautiful it looks. Well, I think when a baseball field's been manicured the right way or set up the correct way, it's as pretty as any 18th hole coming back to the clubhouse. You know, last year before the amateur tournament, before they kicked it off, Dave Lee and I threw out the ceremonial first pitch. I think Dave bounced his. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I know the two of you are out there, and that was Dave Lee and I threw out the ceremonial first pitch. I think Dave bounced his. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I know the two of you are out there, and that was that was good. I'm glad the two of you are out there. And Dave Dave loves baseball. There's no doubt about no it. No doubt about and, it. And he was very good at. It. So okay, and, so, it was, and it was good to have you out there. Oh, that's a lot of fun. So the kids that are going to play in this uh, of the hundred and two, uh, how many of them will play college? How many will play Division One, Two, Three, JUCO? What will it look like? Well, it's a variety. The majority of the kids that are playing there are playing college baseball in one manner or another. They're either playing at a junior college, like you said. The majority of them are going to be Division Three junior college athletes. Uh, then you have Division Two that'll probably be next. The number of Division One players in in that, I, I'm going to guess. I haven't looked at it. I would say you might be ten. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so uh, again, it's it, it's you, you're going to get a spread. But the whole thing is based on yes, it's nice to have them going on to college and playing, or if they were lucky enough to get drafted and they stuck around and played because you had Kent Herbick that played in this and, and, and a number of other guys but uh, that went on and played professionally. It, it's really to um, show people that baseball exists in the state and to really applaud the efforts of those young men that play in the inclement conditions that you're talking about, and they still love it. Now, Paul, I mentioned this earlier. These kids have options now that that uh, we didn't have. You know, it used to be your high school team became your Legion team, and and now Legion baseball is it's still there. It's not the same as it used to be. Um, and, and kids are playing with club teams. They're playing with uh, for people not familiar with it. Just give them the options. A good high school player has what options when he gets you know to play. Well. Uh, again, American Legion, uh, <laughs> the, the states that used to be. I just got a American. text. <laughs> it says, I need to defend myself right now on your show for Mr. Lee. <laughs> well, David was a hitter now. He, I know, but I didn't he, think he was listening when I said I think he bounced <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he doesn't get far away from anybody that's possibly going to talk baseball. But, uh, uh, yeah, we'll tell him hi for me. <laughs> I, I, well, but uh, and, and Dave, you know the call-in number. 
because I don't. We've got so many different numbers now. But 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 tell me about what what options the kids have because it's not just Legion baseball anymore. And what's happened to Legion baseball? Well, if you kind of make a comparison, something that's been around for a long, long time used to be five star uh, basketball, yep. and 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 people would go all over with these teams and play wherever. Well, now you have the same thing present in baseball. They're academy teams, and depending on uh, – I'll give you an example. The first time I ran into it when I was in Indiana at Valparaiso University, there's an organization called the Indiana Bulls, and they would take – they were located in the north side of, the, of Indianapolis, and they would attract baseball players from all over in the state. And they would drive there and play weekend tournaments, and they'd go to other tournaments that would have college coaches present – there that could see their talent. Well, that's what's happened now. Uh, Pennsylvania used to be the number one state in Legion baseball. Then it was Michigan. Well, now it's now it's Minnesota. And these kids that uh, they could be in in uh, Moorhead, Minnesota, and all of a sudden they decided, hey, look, I I, I want to play for an academy team because they're going to go to a high profile tournament. And college coaches can uh, even in baseball can watch now through streaming. Uh, they don't have to be at an event, but it's it's not like golf where you just take the course difficulty and the and the strokes that the individual have, and you know that the person's a good golfer or a poor golfer. Basically, they still have to see you. They want to see what your body looks like. They want to see how you how you take infield. And you can't blame the athlete. The athlete wants to play at the largest level. For example, the NCAA Division One College World Series is going on right now in Omaha. You have Arkansas and Old Miss playing. It's packed, and they see this on TV, and they want to play there. Yeah, it's packed. Oh yeah, always. Yeah, TV always, is changing. Always. Hey, we got we got a caller. Let's go to Dave okay. in Apple Valley. Dave, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm very hurt. I'm here. I'm emotionally scarred. <laughs> I was trying to give Deacon a little material for the next time he saw you. <laughs> Set the record straight. I didn't bounce it. I rolled it, but I rolled it at 90 miles an hour. I couldn't remember for sure, so I just thought I'd go with I think he bounced it. Hey, I, yeah, I don't think yeah. Dave's leveling with you, Mike, if we're going to bring this up. Yeah. Dave, in the day, was called from center field to pitch at certain times, and he was the first guy I ever ran into that threw a knuckle curveball. He threw one? He yeah. did. Yeah. He did. How'd you develop he, he that, did. Dave? Well, uh, when you couldn't do anything else, you started working on holding the ball different ways sure. so you could maybe get a shot after you begged for about you know twenty games in a row. Please let, let me, me pitch. pitch. Let yeah. me pitch. <laughs> so it was a blowout. I got in and yeah, I knuckle curve. Deacon and I worked on it in the backyard with my Hal Smith catcher's mitt. I always thought though, yeah. Dave, that was a hard pitch to control. Was it? You know, well, he had a lot of teams. I, well, you know, I'm sorry, Dave, go first, and, and then Deacon jump in. I was just going to say there's a lot of teams I didn't like, so I, if I hit them, I have more power to me. That's the way I felt about it. <laughs> Deacon, did you know, that ball blind, jump a little though. bit? No, he had great break on it. I mean, he had some tilt to the ball. You you couldn't hit it. If he got it across the plate, guys weren't going to hit it, and you're lucky if the yeah, umpire was yeah. going to call a strike, but he could throw it. it. I'd never seen anything like that, and I asked him what the heck you were doing, and he says, well, it's a knuckle curveball. And, you know, uh, it, it worked well for him, and it worked well for us. I mean, doggone it, it was good when he got on the bump. And Although he didn't want to pitch that much. He liked playing in the outfield. Well, I'm going to say, though, now that he's retired, don't you bring him out? Then why not have him come out and work with some of your Minnetonka pitchers? Oh, listen, 
listen, both of you two guys, I told you both for year after year. I, you know, I, I told Dave this a long time ago, Mike. Yep. When I grew up, I hope I have a place to go and play basketball and whatever. And I grew up, I've been around colleges and high schools and everything, but I got nobody to play with. Now I'm back in the city. So I asked you two clowns to come and let's hit the ball and throw the ball. And, sure. and you guys, well, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I, I thought you had to get permission from Marty Davis to use the field, and he's denied us so far. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd probably come out with us. He'd come out with us. Yeah, but, but no. It, now let it me ask you that, both of you guys, Dave. Did you use? Did aluminum bats come in while you were playing high school, or was it always wood? No, they they came in while we were playing high school and town ball. But it's funny, we didn't like them. I always used wood bat. I I like to swing that. It was uh, we either had that Mickey Mantle. Or that Carly Stremsky, and then once in a while when you're in a slump, you'd pull out the Jackie Robinson or Nelly. The, 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 the thick handle. handle. Yeah. Yeah, and you could hit something. You'd hit something with it. But yeah, so no, yeah. we had. Didn't Paul, didn't we have right away? Wasn't there magnesium and aluminum? We had the old Adirondack bats that came out. Adirondack, but, yeah. And, the green and ones. Then, yep. then Easton came out with the green Easton. And swept the world, and uh, but we had wood bats growing up. Really, that's all we had. Would you and, like to see uh, high schools it, play with wood bats, Paul? No, no, no. I this is where I disagree with probably a lot of people because you don't play singles derby; you play home run derby. Yeah, and the kids want to hit a home run, and they and they're just not strong enough to do with wood bats at that age. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not consistently, and not like we're killing the ball with home runs right now in high school baseball, but. Give them the option to see that ball go over the fence. Otherwise, take the fences out and just play with a wood ball. Turn it into cricket. We can play for seven days. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I was work, kind of working my way to this day, but I, I kept waiting for Paul to say, hey, why don't you come out and throw at, at the home run derby? But he hasn't asked me yet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what the, oh, when we, we The last time uh, Deacon and I played home run derby, uh, and this is no lie, my hands were bleeding. And that's how many times we swung the bat and hit. And I went home and taped all my hands, and we played again the next weekend. It couldn't wait. No, I think I played with your boys here not long ago, Deacon, didn't I? Yep, yep, yep. Well, um, Mike knows that, too. I mean, it's just getting out and being around the game and having a good time with it. It's it's a lifelong game, even though people don't always look at it that it way. It is. It really is. It is. It, it, it is. It, so, it can be similar to tennis. Here's the thing, Maxie. I'm sure Deacon has told you, we built, uh, with our buddy Stan Lunny, built the field on his farm with ash for the foul lines. We took uh, kerosene and burnt the foul lines. We uh, had a shed that was the clubhouse. We had cream cans, three of them, out in left center field, and we put a sign on them that said, The Monuments. <laughs> and then we had the barn with two levels. We'd leave the the second level open, the door up there, so that if we hit it in there, it was an automatic um, Home run, I don't know what we got for that. Well, we got some kind of, you know, pat on the back for something. But we, we and then on the rubber, the rubber remember, that we took, you burned ash, Deacon, you burned the wood, and you took yeah. that white ash, and you covered the rubber with it, took the gunny sacks yeah. and put, a like, a clay in there and covered them with the ash. It was uh, pretty cool stuff. Hey, I, got, I yeah, hate to do it, this because I could do it all night, but now I'm up against the clock. So I'm going to wait for that invite, though, Deacon. We will be there as long as Marty approves, okay? <laughs> Okay, you both you both should come out and do it. Okay, I'll tell them it, it's on Friday. I'll get in contact with both of you. Great to hear from both of you guys, man. You two are two of the best. It's nice to have you on together. 
Maxie, let right. me check my schedule. Oh, yeah, I'm open. <laughs> See if you can find some time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. How, how good is that, too, the great guys? They grew up together in the same small town in North Dakota, and they both end up in the Twin Cities doing great things, Dave Lee and Paul Twangy. Uh, wonderful guys in their friendship. I just admire when I see it all the time. It's really, really cool. Dave didn't bounce one to home plate. I'm going to be honest with you. But I thought if I say that, he's probably not listening right now. And then Paul, the next time we'll see him, will say, hey, you bounced one to home plate. And he said, I never bounced one to home plate. He said, yeah, you did. Mike Max said on the radio to me. <laughs> and Dave will have to defend himself. And that's what I was going for there because I thought that would have been really, really funny. Take a break. Come back. I am funny. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 